I wish I knew how to quit you. Then why don't you? This is Codependent Content, a podcast where my partner and I discuss the TV shows, movies, and video games in which we've formed an unhealthy relationship. My name is Matthias, and my co-host is Shannon Riley. Join us each week as we try to make sense of the media we continually give our hearts against our better judgment, and commiserate with us as we struggle and fail to let go of the characters, stories, and worlds that we are entangled with. Because just when we think we're done with content, it draws us back in. Here we are. Welcome, Shannon. Hello. Hi. How's it going? I mean, it's trucking right along. Uh, feels a little earlier than last than last time we met. <laughs> it hasn't been a full seven days. This time it's only been no. five. I have to see you twice in one week. I know. Terrifying. <laughs> we live together. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, sorry. I've been working hard at the computer and feel like I haven't had any time off. So, and the computer's moving really, really slowly. Oh, speaking of which. I, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, last week. Uh, I'm. I wonder if anyone's noticed this. I'm saying this this week to see if anyone noticed. But I used uh, a plugin. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could call it AI. It's not technically AI, but I used AI <laughs> to edit the podcast last week. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about that? Did you, did you notice? Did anyone notice out there? I don't think anyone noticed, Shannon. I don't think anyone noticed. I took the night off. Just let the program run itself because mm-hmm. I'm getting tired of my computer being a problem i get a new computer soon it's coming in i did enough work and tired myself out to get the money and (laughs) saved up because i need to make a living and a computer helps with that um but yeah i i edited this with ai i don't think anyone noticed and then i am probably going to edit this one this week so so now that you know uh see if you see if you you notice uh what's going on there is a difference there's a major difference it's still not very intuitive it cuts in ways that i probably would not cut Mm -hmm. but you know what at the end of the day it's a podcast and it's an audio format so you could be listening to this put it on the background you'd never know and i still edit all the clips for tiktok so right that's all that's that's still that's the important thing right yeah um so yeah uh we're here to talk about yellow jackets if you're new here this is codependent content my name is matthias marisigan that is Shannon Riley, Hello. my partner. And uh, we talk about content, movies, television shows, all the things. We're mm-hmm. talking about Yellow Jackets this week. We are a spoiler-filled podcast, meaning we are going to spoil things right off the bat. Mm-hmm. We don't hold back. Mm-hmm. We don't give you a little spoiler warning. So if you haven't seen the episode, check out now uh, or whenever you feel like it or after. When we when we start talking about the episode, we, we do sometimes talk about a few other things first. Yeah. We do record this live on Discord. Woo. It is Friday, and our usual audience is not here because it's a different day of the week. Different and day. They're probably working or something. Who probably. knows? Probably. Uh, and uh, you know, we got, but we are always recording live, and I'm constantly trying to fix the Discord and make it better for us world builders and writers and whoever else wants to enjoy content and mm-hmm. talk about it and do things like that. So feel free to check it out and listen to us live if you like. Get in the chats and stuff, and talk to us afterwards. Yeah, things get like the that. chat. Um, uh, Shannon, we have, it's been uh, a week we haven't watched too much, you know, not, uh, we haven't had time to go see some movies, you know, we haven't, uh, uh we've been busy working and stuff, haven't yeah. had too much to watch Only anything. Only thing, uh, that really made an impact on me this week was, uh, loving the mushroom filled ride of Ted Lasso this week. Sure. And also Athena last night was really good. 
Yes, Athena's great. A movie that came out in 2022, a French mm-hmm. film, foreign film. Uh, and if you haven't heard or seen of Athena, you can watch it on Netflix. Uh, definitely recommend going in blind. It yeah. is a ride. Uh, and uh, because of that, I don't think I'll see much more. Um, but I will bring up something that I think you are even more excited to talk about and you haven't brought up yet. But the trailer for Strange New Worlds came oh out Oh my God, this yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yes, I'm very excited for that. I actually blacked out. I forgot that that came out. I can't wait to see the new season. I'm still bothered that they make Kirk say I'm a spaceman and he's never seen a revolving door before. Yeah, explain what's going on there. What's happening? Okay, they make Kirk pretend like he's a spaceman and he's never seen a revolving door in like one of the last few seconds of the trailer. Kirk's from fucking Iowa. Man was born on Earth. So I don't understand uh, if that's a joke. For people that haven't seen Star Trek before, in which case, why? Because if your audience is Trekkies that all know Kirk's born in Iowa, why? So I just have some why questions. But even despite all of that, like, trailer looks amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for the new season. Yeah, for those who don't know, if they, y'all haven't seen the trailer <laughs> by chance, that's how they end the trailer. You know, how trailers have to have this, like, button on it, you know, that kind of wraps things up or, or gives you a little laugh, that last little thing after all the action and stuff, you know, and just, just about, and he walks through a revolving door. One person turns and says, what, have you not seen a revolving door before? And he says, no, I'm from space. I'm a spaceman. No. I was like, <laughs> I live in space. You're from uh, Iowa. There you go. Uh, <laughs> there's an even better joke with Spock, like halfway oh. through the trailer. It legit got me, you know, there's mm-hmm. like, they they turn to Spock and they're like, "Are you going to say say something?" I'm not going to give away what he says because it's so funny. He's like, "Everyone who's just in the chair has their their thing," mm-hmm. and I'm like, "What is he going to say? What's Are they going to do?" I didn't think they were actually going to do it, and yeah. it was like a there was a a good in my head like twelve hours before he says something, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what he says does not disappoint. It is the best yeah, thing. It's, it's the most cute. Spock thing you can imagine. That actor who plays Spock as Y'all may or may not know, Star Trek Strange New Worlds is also one of our favorite series. She's a Star Trek fiend. I'm not a Star Trek fiend. I've never really seen a full Star Trek series or any, very few episodes of any series before. I am in love with Strange New Worlds. I think it's great. This trailer looks like a movie. I know. uh, In the best way possible. Like, I feel like everything in there, I... Just lo- this is the first time I've gotten excited for like a TV show where like every single character I'm like oh I'm excited to see what's going on with them so I feel because it's not it's a kind of basic show you mm-hmm. know it's it's it hitting all the formulas you know it's it's network television still in that vein right mm-hmm. uh, the writers don't know what they're doing and all the actors are just so goddamn charismatic that yeah. I just I just empathize with all of them and I love being on these adventures and mm-hmm. and it's just it is kind of a, a feel good show almost like yes, I don't know what it is it yeah. harkens <laughs> back to original Star Trek which yeah. was very like of its times a little hokey because of what you were watching on the screen but ultimately is about like the family and the loyalty and the exploration and excitement of the crew I'm gonna cry and I think that's why <laughs> This series works so well because it's not about trying to be uh, mysterious or time jumpy. And it's also, I just started watching Picard again. It's not making the grab that Picard is doing by bringing back all of the next gen people, which I love. It is this entirely like new dynamic with new characters or characters that we're getting to like 
meet more of, but it's done so authentically and warmly. And I, yeah, I'm very, I'm very excited. I'm very happy. Yeah. This, this is a show we plan on talking about yeah. uh, when it comes out in June, mm-hmm. June ish area. Hopefully we find out how to like time that out because it's definitely going to be one of our shows. Yeah. Uh, and we're looking, we're looking forward to that. So yeah, maybe we'll do like a little rewatch too because we need to remember because I'm I'm already forgetting things yeah. and as happens, this is not a show that you necessarily need to know things, but it is fun. I am I do hope that they stick away from like anything else that t- TV wants to do, like try Me and too. tell like a incorporated like story, yeah. you know, um, and just kind of leave it like you know episode to episode, adventure mm-hmm. to adventure, you know, and and maybe every now and then we have something that you know like an overarching series yeah. season thing, but I don't need like mystery it boxes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, it agree. is a teaser, so we don't know what to expect uh, exactly, but maybe we'll talk more if they release a full length kind of, uh, you know, more story filled mm-hmm. kind of trailer. But again, every episode is different. So yeah, who knows? Um, yeah. Look forward to that. And I think that's, that's just it. Do you want to talk about Yellow Jackets now? Do y'all I, want to talk about? I that? guess I guess we should talk about yellow jackets, huh? Sure. Uh, Shannon, do you have any uh, basic thoughts, general thoughts about what you thought about this episode, episode five? Two truths and a lie Two is what it's called. And a lie. So this is, uh, I think, so far my favorite episode, um, and I think it was either directed or written by the same person that did the second episode. Which is another, like, the other strong episode of the season for me. Like, two and five so far are my two favorites. Um, and I like this one because we're finally hurtling toward what I actually want to have happen, which is get all the girls back together. So the pieces are falling together. Pieces are falling apart. And things happen. And I'm like, oh, God, what is that? So this one kind of got me excited for uh, what's coming. And we finally got to meet Adult Van. I love Adult Van. She's so cool. So I want to see more of like what the fuck has she been up to and what's her what's her demon story because our girl's been going through it. Sure, um, I guess I will say that this is not my. <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the opposite on on this one. I think. Uh, I think I don't have I I don't. It's I'm hard pressed to figure out like what exactly happened <laughs> this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, not a whole lot. It was it felt table setting and you know it is ramping up to you know i guess like a maybe a mid-season thing mm-hmm. or i guess not because this was technically the mid-season thing but mm-hmm. it didn't feel like anything like any cliffhanger thing kind of happened more questions were set up than answers where i guess mm-hmm. answered and um i and at the same time i was like well i don't know that i Love the journey here, except right. for like ver- some few things that right. you know we love getting a little bit into, but I don't know. It was I a think whole lot the reason add. that I latched onto this one is because a lot of my notes don't really have anything to do with uh, like conspiracy theories or trying to figure out what's going on. I feel like this episode shines a big light on the internal world of a lot of our characters, and a lot of the notes I have are about like how they connect to each other and how they connect to themselves. So I think that is an exciting thing because. For the past couple of episodes with Yellow Jackets, I've just been thinking about what what crazy shit is happening in the wilderness. So it was nice to kind of ground myself in these people's emotions 
because there's a lot of turmoil happening for all of our characters. So looking at my notes, I have the least, I have no notes about Lottie this week, which is interesting. I only have one note that pertains to Lottie and it comes at the very, very end of the episode. So. Well, she was, yeah, I kind of kept to the background of mm -hmm. Nat's story because she had to, I guess Nat had to figure things out. We could tackle them together, I guess. Yeah. They're kind of tied. All right. Didn't we end last episode with them uh, in the bath? You know, kind of, was that last week? Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and they kind of had a connection, you know? Mm -hmm. So we saw that they weren't complete enemies. Right. Um, or whatever. But yeah, Nat, Nat's on the hunt for figuring out what is Lottie's deal. Mm -hmm. What is her uh, secrets? This episode is all about secrets yeah. and lies, as as uh, the title would suggest. Yes, um, I did notice that Nat is wearing some colors now. We when we first see adult Nat, she's got the purple shirt with the blue. I think like, she's rainbow limited on. She doesn't have any of her clothes, so she has to well, <laughs> wear I like what that they have. Because when we first see her, she refuses to change out of what she's wearing. Sure. So the fact that she's even softening enough for whatever reason to to wear the colors. Because remember uh, a few episodes ago, she just had it like draped over her shoulder. She was in her all black and her little flowy top, and she had the purple just like thrown over her shoulder while she was in group therapy or whatever they were doing. Mm -hmm. But now she's actually donning uh, the attire. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good indicator of uh, Nat softening a little bit, whether that's because of Lisa or if it's an angle because she's, like you said, she's on the hunt for more information on what the fuck Lottie's up to. So she's kind of playing her role as well. But it was nice to see Nat in uh, some cult purple this week. Sure. Um, I don't... She's... Uh, Doing a better job, I would say, in that sense of blending in than I guess the cop. <laughs> the Matt, Fuck Matt that is. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe he's a twenty-something-year-old college student on on break for? <laughs> no, he doesn't seem like a college student at all. But he does give me like weird Chad energy, like <laughs> like frat boy. He's. So douchey. And even if I didn't know that he was a cop masquerading, like pretend dating a teenager to get information, I would still probably think that guy was a douchebag. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. He's there was a part when we first met him. I was like, OK, is he doing good at his job? And is that something? Is it because we're you know, we want to root for our uh, protagonist right. that we will not like him because he mm -hmm. is to, it, the better he is at his job, then the worse it is for our characters, you know? Right. But then. Throughout this episode, I was like, oh, no, they made him kind of douchey. Oh, so, yeah. So douchey. <laughs> I was like, it wasn't just the fact that he's an antagonist and we don't like him. Uh, it, he's He's got some weird energies about him that we just don't like, uh, <laughs> even with his partner. Anyway, uh, moving back on to Lottie, the one thing we should say about her is I we know we see that she is doing her, you know, what they call it, uh, Lottie. Uh, woo 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 stuff, you know. <laughs> she she was on that like a lot sooner than I expected because I thought this was something that happened after her mental institution stuff, mm -hmm. you know, as an adult, right? She comes mm -hmm. back and then she she you know learns more about herself and stuff like that, and she starts her business. So she's been kind of doing this for a while, and she started Thanks. in the wilderness, and I didn't expect that. Another thing bringing up the mental 
institution is Misty says she lost track of Lottie. She thought yeah. she was still in the mental hospital. Like, how did she, how did she lose in 25 years? How did she not know? Did they all think Lottie was in the mental hospital for 25 years? Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I, I guess I have no, I have no idea. I don't know how Lottie could be running this camp and it's not been on anyone's radar at all in like however many years it's been open. It just seems kind of weird to me. Yeah. I thought it was something for sure that, you know, you'd, you like a Tony Robbins kind of situation or even like a I guess a a goop kind of style thing where <laughs> you know like the that she's kind of a celebrity maybe yeah. she's talked about a few things like she's a yellow jacket she must have like if she's doing something people would take notice of it and they're like oh yeah mm-hmm. and also she's the girl that was part of that soccer team and then so she gets press and stuff like that yeah. and she's doing interviews i would assume that people knew what was going on so the fact that like no, this place exists like outside and it really is just a cult of weird people that kind of live off the grid on yeah. on a farm or whatever and that no one really knows you can't find it. You have to kind of like know about it kind yeah. of situation. Only like the towns people close by apparently know about it mm-hmm. when they come do the farmer's market or whatever. It's just that weird thing on the outskirts. I didn't expect that. Yeah, I know? didn't either. <laughs> and I'm sure we'll touch on it a little bit again when we talk about Misty, but any of the other people, sure, you wouldn't know what the hell Lottie's up to, but Misty, who's been so adamantly tracking everyone and keeping track of everyone and knew, like, inches of Shauna's life that Shauna's not sharing publicly. So, like, you can know those things, but you don't know Lottie's out here running a, a whole cult. Yeah. It's wild to me, and I'm interested to see how they explain that, because... There's no reason Misty shouldn't know unless she's for some reason pretending not to know, but it doesn't seem like she is. I, I, yeah, I think she literally doesn't know. And that, and so that is also, that's weird. So that, so then we are getting to a point where what track have these uh, characters been keeping of each other, you Mm -hmm. know? Um, was not aware of Lottie before that happened. You know, I maybe she did if like Travis was in communication with Lottie. So like through certain ways that like she kind of knew what was kind of mm-hmm. going on. Do any of the other characters have like really any connection there? Is it Misty that's going to tell them all next week or something? You right. know, like, oh, by the way, Lottie's back. And like, what are are they? They're really not. They really went on and did their own things. They really don't want to yeah. be a part of, of yeah. anything together. So this is all kind of drawing them together whatever mm-hmm. this is um and we thought it was going to be Lottie but mm-hmm. apparently not you know <laughs> right <laughs> um and even crazier that like i guess they that they would not expect i don't know i guess i just i don't know what we what we expect but that they wouldn't expect Lottie to come back or or to to be a part of this or whatever like what they they also haven't talked to Nat in a while mm-hmm. and it's only Missy that cares and she didn't think about now we know why it's just because she's been she everyone thought she was in the Locked hospital up. I don't know whatever yeah. so yeah but we know she's the I, I have a feeling we'll learn more about her next week um we we see that she's she doesn't have any secrets she's just been because everyone knew, right? Mm-hmm. But Nat thinks she discovers the secrets of Lottie that she has everything on them and just like a good, I mm-hmm. guess, um, 
psychic. You know, if you the more you know about the person, the more you can say things that would Resonate lead them to believe them. things. You know, it's like, oh, I know these things about you, so I know what you're struggling with, so then I can manipulate mm-hmm. you and like thinking like something's ha- you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. But they all know because they gave it all up, right? Right. And so there is real no secrets there. But I will say, um, uh, so so really, she isn't hiding anything like we thought there was ulterior motives she's just as in the dark as everyone else right is is what we're finding out yeah you know and she's not causing any of this stuff to happen it's just happening mm-hmm. um and what well one thing i want to know is like what we lingered on the safe and the gun when nat opened up like lottie's little vault or whatever mm-hmm. Um, is that supposed to be the same gun from, again, the wilderness? I hate to say it because, it, you know, it's, just, it's got a little lever action. It looks similar. It doesn't have to be the same gun. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it would be mm-hmm. even, but like we did, I feel like we lingered on it for like a shot. I don't know if anyone oh. else noticed. Okay. So you didn't. I so didn't forget notice about that. It. Forget about it then. It's probably not a thing. I gun just watch. Don't know if we, I'm, when the camera wants to show you something, I was yeah. like, why are we, you know, why are we spending time here? But whatever. If you didn't notice it, then I'm probably making it up so um whatever so do you want to talk about the one thing we get with nat and lottie at the end Mm -hmm. uh or near the end is is nat's going through her psychotherapy session with lottie Mm -hmm. and we learn more about like what her relationship was with travis and the last time she saw him and she what the visions were obviously she overdosed is the same thing and she is the one that revealed to travis that the darkness we brought they brought it with them mm-hmm. so which strange that it's only appearing now 25 years later but they brought it with them from the wilderness what but well another a, interesting i during her psychotherapy she imagines that they all die yes um oh no but like I know where you're going with them, but no. What? Well, go ahead, say it. <laughs> um, I would just be interested to examine why that's the vision that she has right. of all of them dead. Sure. And is it that like part of them died when they crashed there, or I don't, I don't know. It's it's very lost to be like. Oh, they all died. It's all like a, they're all in fucking Well, that's what I figured you were going to say. I'm surprised you're holding back and saying like, it's lost. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, I'm, I would, I really want to dig more into like, what do you, what do you think that means? It was very important. It's the first thing we see when we start to dive into her mind. Why do you think that's what they show us? I, well, it's, they're not like diving into her mind. She's just remembering things you know so that was something that happened like a while back it's not i don't know she i just i don't i don't you don't know i don't think there's any reason for it oh. <laughs> like i just i'm i'm sure there's a reason that they they shot it and put it in there i just i don't know what it is but they continue and when she comes out of her overdose state she looks at travis and says we weren't alone out there and we brought it back we brought it back with us and that is very interesting to me too because we know that there's weird shit happening in the wilderness and I'm wondering if it is that badness 
almost. Like they they found the dark part of all of themselves out in that wilderness and then they brought it back with them. And now it's like haunting them and terrorizing them. Again, the show really flirts with the line between is this something supernatural or is this something like more psychosis related? And I think that even this still flirts with that line because it yeah, could be they, like an evil spirit or it could be like the darkness within all of them. That's the thing that the writers do is they don't want to give you the answer because they have Natalie say like it, it was, there was something out there mm-hmm. or something within us. Mm-hmm. And even sh- they, she doesn't know. So then we don't know. And so then we're left at the same thing. You know, right. it'd be one thing for for her to be like, there was something out there and just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And then we're like, oh, there is something out there. Or mm-hmm. even like, if, if there's still um, kind of a confusion about it, you know, like, mm-hmm. but no, her just outright saying something out there or something within us, we we take one step forward and then the same right step back. back. Yeah. We're like, well, there's no, we're not going anywhere. We're just with doing this. these same like, you're two not giving squares. us anything. Um, in the same way, Javi's only words are, you know, she told me not to come back. Mm-hmm. And then Ben's like, who told you? <laughs> my friend. The, my fr- Yeah. We don't get anything. I don't. Do you, do you believe something is out there? Do you think it's something or do you think it's them? Yes. No. I said this last week. I do think <laughs> there's something out there. No. I think well, that even, okay, even if my theory of others which was lost centric sure that doesn't feel as pertinent to me anymore i'm not really convinced that he's out there with other human beings just fucking around but in the same way that maybe the man with no eyes speaks to taisa maybe javi's seeing the the wilderness like personified like the way that lottie sees the wilderness kind of like as laura lee um so i'm wondering if his friend is just the personification of the energy of the wilderness. And that's been helping him stay alive, find shelter, find food and whatever else he's been needing. Uh, Because otherwise the answer is he's hallucinating or one of the girls has been helping him and not realizing it. Here's what I'm going to say. I know we're jumping around everywhere because there's so many things we talk about, but it is all kind of tied in around here. Right. Um, I don't think, I don't think there's anything. I think the person that, his friend was was just Taisa, mm-hmm. and it was Taisa when she was going out there. And then recently, she hasn't been able to go out there alone, mm-hmm. right? And uh, because Van has now been going with her and mm-hmm. like following her, and so because of that, Taisa has not met up with Javi in a while, which has brought Javi even closer to wherever he was. I think Taisa was going in and out, mm-hmm. maybe getting some meat for him, maybe taking care of him doing those things in her little fugue states or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's why when she first saw Taisa, when she he was there spying on her or whatever, and he approached her, he was wondering if it was the same person, if mm-hmm. it was the person that he had, that had been taking care of him or helping him. And, but when Taisa took off running after him, that's mm-hmm. when he started running. Interesting. So the whole time, like, I think it's just going to end up being Taisa. I don't know if we'll get an answer to that. But, I mean, to your credit, not only are we seeing, are, there, are they saying that there's something out there, but in that vision of all of them dead and in the aftermath, mm-hmm. we see um, the shadow of 
the antler queen, Lottie sees the shadow of the antler queen. And we mm-hmm. see this in the in the vision as well, right? And so again, are we to believe that that is a new person, something that's out there, you know, or mm-hmm. is that one of them just and that's how they kind of envision it or embrace, you know what I'm saying? Part of me wonders if Lottie's been helping him. Um, Possibly. That's a, I guess that's a little weak. If but Lottie's the antler queen, you mean? or If Lottie's the antler queen. Because it does look like it's her shadow. Him. It almost. does. So it looks like it's not just she's seeing the shadow. It looks like it's, it's her shadow. It's coming from her. And again, we've been thinking it's Lottie the whole time. Right. But I can see, because there's another little moment with Javi, while people are trying to talk to him, if he's in the room with Lottie, he, like, keeps looking over his he shoulder He looks at over her. at her, yeah. So I'm I'm wondering if, again, what does Lottie have to do with, I feel like she's just so connected to everything. I wanted to ask you, why do you think we see baby Nat instead of adult Nat when she rests her head on Lottie's lap? Well, one, I think it's just a good image and always reminding us you know we i think when we go through life we kind of always have to keep in mind like there's a little child inside of all of us kind mm-hmm. of situation you know and the the traumas that we have are literally those people you know of when we encountered those traumas and we say we say trauma so much everything's a trauma you know yeah. <laughs> because it's a when we're children like everything's traumatic any you know it doesn't have, this has to be a trauma i I hate just kind of like generalizing that word. Sure. Almost. But everything that happens to them happened to them at that age, you know? Mm-hmm. And everything that's dealing with and struggling with is is coming from that time. Mm-hmm. And when she seeks the comfort of Lottie after having reimagined that or whatever, she is essentially in herself reverting back to that person. Yeah. You know, when we encounter or um, confront our traumas, Mm -hmm. we are confronting our younger selves or reverting back to our younger selves to do so, you know? And so I think it's just like imagery, you know, just that kind of metaphor kind of... uh, It really worked for me. I liked seeing young Matt in that moment. I thought it was really pretty to see i just liked and again the dichotomy of young nat is the one who places her head on her lap and then we see the antler queen shadow which maybe again solidifies my thought that perhaps lottie is the antler queen and i do think maybe has something to do with um how javi's been staying alive and the fact that she was so adamant that javi was still alive maybe it's because she knew javi was alive yeah and i'm just wondering if if maybe like Nat seems to have like blocked a lot of things out and she's clearly done a lot of drugs mm-hmm. that she can't remember even her last time with Travis because she was, you know, she was almost ODing mm-hmm. and, you know, Lottie has to bring that out of her. I wonder how much the other characters actually remember, how much Thaisa remembers, how much Shauna remembers of that time. Or, yeah. you know, we know that Van is taking, uh, Oxycodone, you know, and so how much are they, did they actually become other versions of themselves to Mm -hmm. the point where they don't even remember what they became, you know? Yeah. And that's why 
when she reverts back to her younger self and then Lottie reverts to the Antler Queen, that was the dyna- dynamic. They became mm-hmm. whatever they had to be in order to survive out there because they weren't coming back to the real world or so yeah. they thought. But I don't know. It's a uh, interesting, strange conundrums, but it doesn't give us, again, any answers. It's just trying to... It's yeah. just some cool imagery, you know? I will say it's, like, one of the better parts of the episode. Yeah, I liked it. Um... But overall, like it took us still like almost an hour to get there. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, let's. Um, I think that pretty much sums it up for Lottie and Nat. Let's move on to Shauna, and therefore that would encompass Callie and anything we have to say about the cops. Because um, I don't have a whole whole lot on Shauna this episode either. We get to see Callie uh, pwn this cop. She realizes that. He's not this cute undergrad that's flirting with her. He's actually a cop trying to get information from her. And she so easily slips into the role of like, fine, then I'm going to fuck with you. Mm-hmm. And So we do know where Callie is, right? Because there was that question of like, is she going to turn mm-hmm. or not? So at least we know that she's on her parents' side as much as she was like being a brat before. Yeah. And again, honesty. Honesty really opens the door. And that brings me into the next scene with the family. We're in the kitchen, as we usually are in this household. And we've got Shauna and Jeff making lunch. Callie is almost looking directly for her mother's approval when she's like, okay, so promise you won't get mad. Just like, of course, Shauna's like, no. (laughs) And you're going to tell me anyway. And she lets them know that, you know, she gave this information up before they were honest with her and before she realized this guy was a cop and she goes, but I fixed it. Like I fixed it. Right. Are you? And Shauna is like a little bit proud and impressed. I think that she's like, that's, that's my daughter. That's actually really clever. And here's how we spin that to continue to protect. And Jeff is like low key trying to contain his meltdown. Like we see him just like shuffling things around the counter. He's pacing back and forth. And Shauna's like, I'll handle this. This is our plan. This is what we're going to do. Callie says, I did good. She's like, you did something. And Callie's like, yeah, (laughs) just walks away. And I think that's such a more interesting dynamic than watching a a mother and a teenage daughter constantly at ends. Bratty teenager, mother that just wants to connect. It's like, now we kind of have this little crime syndicate family. And Callie is willingly and knowingly playing into that now, which makes her... A, like true accomplice at this point, right? Oh, for sure. They're all in on it together. And yeah. They might as well. I mean, it's all also wrapped up in just blackmail. So he can't really do anything if he wanted because then he'd have to reveal a whole lot more than, you know, the mm-hmm. whole family is is screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this this family is breaking bad. I, I don't know what, <laughs> what the end game is going to be there because I don't know if they're going to keep doing shit, but... Uh, I guess we'll see. Um, now we know. At least we know what side Callie's on. Yeah, and uh, we we get to watch Shauna try to, you know, chess piece the game a little bit more. She meets up with the best friend. She asks him politely to jack off into a condom because she's got all of her T's crossed. Unfortunately, our uh, our boy cannot perform. And I understand because I feel like if you ask me to ejaculate into a condom on demand like that, I don't think I would be able to do it either for different reasons, I suppose. Um, But I I love that this grown man is just like, you know what? 
I'm just gonna put some strawberry lotion in here and do it. Instead of being honest and just telling Shauna like, hey, it's not gonna happen. He lies and he's like, okay, I'm just gonna be done with this. I just imagine him like what squeezing this say? lotion into this, that I can't come. <laughs> We're doing this whole elaborate pit plan and this fucking man is gonna ruin it with strawberry lotion. Shauna's gonna kill him next just by being fucking stupid. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. It's not his fault. He's put into a very weird predicament and has no idea what's going on. But ultimately, if you're Shauna, like, she's going to be screwed because he couldn't just tell her, like, hey, I can't do this. And then maybe they could think their way out of it. Instead, Shauna just thinks everything's fine. And they leave. And that douchey cop comes in. And he spots that lotion condom. And he is just activated in the most Chad way possible. <sighs> He's so annoying. I don't like, don't look at me like that. I don't like him at all. The problem is that he was right, though. You know, oh, he God. gets out of the car, like, annoying. He's like, no, something's off. Like, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. And then they go and check the room. And then, like, the other co- Kevin's like, oh, yeah, like, do your thing. Do you want me to get forensics? Like, haha, this yeah. guy. And then he ends up being right. 100% correct. Which is a problem. <laughs> like, I don't like it. <laughs> it's like, Technically, like we it. like Kevin, but also he's not yeah. doing his job. I like Kevin. <laughs> I don't not, like the other guy. Because he's not. No, Kevin is on our girl's side. He's not. Kevin's on Shauna's side a little bit. He's like, I I really think he they would prefer. They all went to school together. Yeah, I think he would prefer that this not be happening to her. So there, there is probably a part of him that's like, oh, cool. You were, you know what? You're wrong. It's okay. And of course, this other guy is just strangely activated about it. But um, yeah, so so that's that's adult Shauna, and then we have teen Shauna who is feeling the baby pains, and I guess about to start labor or just hits labor near the end of our episode. Yeah, as a storm starts to happen, uh, what? Because she's mad because Lottie talked to the baby. What was she saying to the baby? <laughs> I don't even I don't even know what she was whispering to her stomach, but dead ass, if I was sleeping and then I woke up and some girl was whispering to my stomach, I would be like, I need you to take a couple steps just away from me with that, with whatever that energy is. I because it's weird that she's doing it like while she's sleeping, right? Yeah, sure. I don't what I mean, Lottie being weird. Oh, no. What do you <laughs> just well? And again, because Shauna's not like 100 percent team Lottie to begin with. So I don't think it's I don't think it's uh, a far cry to realize that Shauna would be like, why the fuck are you whispering to me while I'm asleep? Like, I don't need you in my bubble like that. But we notice that the icicles on the cabin are dripping, which I thought was an indicator maybe of like the passing of time that we're starting to get into uh, yeah, spring a little bit of warmth melting maybe. So where do you think out of nowhere this fucking storm blows in? Do you think it's connected to Shauna beginning her labor? Do you think it begins with the blood trickling out of crystal? Like, what do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I have no answers. I have no theories. Like, I don't, I think it's just a storm. To me, it was like, you're out there in the middle of- You are so boring. It's just a storm. (laughs) Like, they, of course, they didn't see it coming. They don't have any, like, weather machines or anything out there, like, indicating (laughs) these things come, these things come out of nowhere. Have you never been out, like, in the middle of, like, like, 
winter or even like it feels like a sandstorm to me. Like these things can yeah. kind of just pick up and come out of nowhere and then, you know, no one's really paying attention to anything going out right. there. They're just going about their day and they have nothing to kind of like predict these things. It just it just happened. Yeah. Um I don't think it's a coincidence that Shauna uh, starts feeling labor pains and that storm picks up. It's all going to be coincidence. That's the problem. You're going to get to the end of the show and it's all going to be coincidence. That's going to be the most boring shit. If it's, it's... That's what it is. That's <laughs> what it is. You heard it here first, guys. It's all coincidence. <laughs> You're investing your time in the wrong place. Um, yeah, I mean, but, but then Thaisa, because she's trying to argue with Shauna that this is not... Like that I'm I'm not mm-hmm. on Lottie's side. I'm just doing it for Van. I'm just doing it or whatever. But then when they do their chanting thing to bring them back mm-hmm. and they start listening to the wilderness mm-hmm. and the sounds and, and what do they hear and what do they feel? Like Thaisa does, mm-hmm. I guess, also hear it. Yeah. And and feels it. And I think it's interesting that while they're caught in this blizzard, the thing that Thaisa turns to is like a coping mechanism, basically that Lottie taught her in these therapy sessions or these group, uh, these group chats that they're having in the morning, we'll call it. It's interesting to see her play into that because it connects to a little story that is it Akila that tells it that her and Rachel had like a pregame ritual where they would say some stuff and tap some lines and, you know, whether you believe it or not, it's the fact that you do it and you feel something when you do it. So because you're doing it makes it true. Like you 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 will it into existence because you keep doing it all the time. And I think uh, that's, you know, say whatever you want about religion, but that's what religion helps us do. Like whether whether whatever you believe in is real or not, it gives you the tools to experience your life and the like biggest, fullest way possible. So if Thaisa is starting to buy into, uh, you know, I didn't think it would help, but I am not sleepwalking anymore. I like Van is happier. We are doing these things. Like, can it hurt? Can it hurt to pull this out of my pocket and just see? And now I think this is another affirming case of she just did a lot of action. She got the result they wanted. And it just kind of reaffirms that this is something that works, whether it actually did or not. Yeah. Is so, irrelevant. Yeah. So Lottie's the antler queen. Um I don't <laughs> Yeah, the whole scene is like kind of weird because it ends up just being about that, like the mm-hmm. like the affirmations or whatever, like helped her get back. She could hear that like mm-hmm. there's something like, connecting them mm-hmm. or whatever. Though, you know, sound can carry on wind. It can happen. Uh, you know. It can, she yep. did just maybe just hear them. Mm-hmm. Uh who knows? Uh, maybe they weren't that far at all, and they were just running around circles. Yeah, just in right, a blizzard, right behind the cabin. I will, <laughs> <laughs> you know. All right. Well, since we just mentioned Taisa, let's jump into the little bit of time we spend with adult Taisa and adult Van. I enjoyed their time together because, as you know, Matthias, I've been super stoked to see Van and the actress whose name I'm blanking on, but I'm tired of Lauren Ambrose. I'm tired of sleeping on her. I didn't realize that I liked her as much as I do. We saw her in... Um, Servant. And I liked her in that, even though I didn't like her character. And now that I'm seeing her play someone different, I'm like, ooh, okay, I like you a lot. And I apologize for not keeping up with you sooner. But 
anyway, uh, the first casual thing I'm going to mention is just the fact that the nudie pen was for Van. And of course, they have a cute little backstory where at Shauna's wedding, they just switch it out with a little nudie pen. And that's indicative of of the the lightness of their relationship, that it's not all sleepwalking and uh, confronting your inner demons. Sometimes it's just pranking your friend at their wedding with a nudie pen. And I thought that was cute. But a big theme for me in Yellow Jackets so far has been continuously acceptance versus rejection. And Thaisa comes to Van and immediately just spills her guts of everything that's been happening. I killed my dog. I'm sleepwalking again. My son's afraid of me. Uh, I, you know, I feel overwhelmed. I don't know what to do. She crumbles in front of Van and Van is there to just say, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And the dichotomy between meeting Van with that darkness and she just accepts it and they move forward together versus her wife that sees this and is terrified of it and doesn't know how to handle it, I think is like a fun emotional world to play with. And that's why Van is such an important person to Thaisa because Van is the person that sees Thaisa's darkness and can accept it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Do you have any anything, any ideas about that? Not really. I'm, <laughs> okay. Mo- I mean, you know, if those were all like the cases and what drove them apart, you know, we still don't get kind of answers there. Right. And we are, I guess, led to believe that she hasn't been sleepwalking since the wilderness either. In the same way that Lottie hasn't really been having visions until recently. Yes. Yeah. And so because she hasn't been, she hasn't had this problem. Like even Van's kind of like it's happening again, but right. like the last time it happened was in the wilderness. So right. we don't really know like what, happened in our fallout and also like so now i'm just kind of curious like what's been going on mm-hmm. the past 25 years like obviously they've been living their lives and doing things so it makes sense so so yeah i i am curious why if there is something mm-hmm. you know why did it wait so long you know yeah and and what was the What's the deal here? And what is it, what does it want? You know? Right. I hope at the very least we get that. Right. Like what do they want necessarily? Mm-hmm. And what does it want? Like, I don't know. <laughs> so Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's just the only thing I, I really know. Like what to me it's like, yeah, it's great that she can keep her at bay, but she also hasn't had to if it hasn't been around. Right. And hasn't had to appease that. And then I wonder if maybe that's what led them to to fall apart in some way. I don't know. There's something different there. Thaisa obviously like wanted more than Van wanted. Van lives a very different life than mm-hmm. what Thaisa has. Um, and she's still stuck in the old movie. All her references still come from those old movies as well. Yeah. You know? Even the posters on her wall. I wish, yeah. I'm sure our chat or... You know, our internet detective, someone smarter than I am. I'm sure those posters are all you can find like references uh, or moments of why maybe they're important to Van. But there's one poster and I apologize because I don't remember the name of it. But there is a poster that you see twice. It is both upstairs and downstairs. And I'm like, I wonder what that movie is. 
And I wonder if it's like if you just told me the poster, I could tell you. But yeah, I, I know I wasn't paying attention to any yeah. posters. I don't I don't remember the name of it. It was okay. too fast. Thanks. Um, so yeah, if you guys noticed two of the same poster. Let us know what you just write this down. You could have brought it up. You could have told me I would have gone and looked for it. So. Oh, well, so, so could I have, but I would have had to pause it, rewind it and look at it again. And we were already on to the next beat. So I was like, yeah, whatever. It's all right. It's all right. Um, so I'm also interested that Van lies about the oxy. Why do you think she tries to hide that from Thaisa? What is what is oxy? Doing? Is it it's pain? medication right yeah but it's highly addictive and it makes you high i think it's like a low like it's a mellow is she doing it just for the drugs or is she doing it is, okay first off is it really her mother's right no 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 you don't think so well she takes it out of the trash and takes one so right, right, no. right no that's what i'm saying is like it was prescribed to her mother and her mother's dead and she still has the old pills this episode is called Two Truths and a Lie, and I mm -hmm. feel like this is one of those other scenes where we, we're getting truths and then the lie. Mm -hmm. No, she's not taking them is the lie. But the truth is that, no, they were her mother's, you know, which mm -hmm. would make sense. Because otherwise, I'd imagine, like, what is, why would she have gotten prescribed them, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what my question is. Like, is she just doing it because she's in pain in some way? Right. Or is she doing it? For the other reason, which is the addictive and the the drugginess, of, you know what I'm saying, right. like to to kind of keep on her whatever she needs, you yeah. know. And, and if she is out. taking them in more of a self medicating way, even if it started out that they were her mother's, she would need a fresh supply of. Depends Oxy. on when she passed. True, but so yeah, if she if she's in like the addicted stage, I. Also, she could have just looked at the date on that bottle. Anyway, um, I was just interested of why do you think she chose to lie about it and throw the pills away? And then as soon as she's asleep, she goes to the trash can and takes one. Because what are you going to tell Thaisa that you that you're taking Oxy to like numb yourself? Or Maybe. To I mean, Thaisa just showed up at my house and told me she killed her fucking dog and put its head on an altar. And, and Van doesn't feel comfortable enough to share what she's going through. I don't know why that's so surprising to you that someone would would I'm not saying it's surprising be, you did you say I wonder why I wonder why but like doesn't mean it's a surprise she I just wonder want... why okay that she's like just not ready to share that with Thaisa that she's maybe ashamed of it I mean or maybe that's... she doesn't think it's a problem so there's nothing to share because Thaisa reacts kind of like snooty about it and judgy sure I feel like those are all answers to something as opposed to just like questioning it that's just what it is like mm -hmm. <laughs> i don't know if there's anything else there are you searching for some other reason that's why you're asking why because again i don't think it's that confusing like people hide things all the time this is yeah whole episode is about people hiding things mm -hmm. so people can't be honest all the time so yeah, yeah that's she hides it because she's ashamed of it mm -hmm. she's ashamed they're all ashamed of things and she's ashamed of whatever she's Going through, and also she just doesn't want to deal with like Thais is here downloading all her problems, and she didn't like she's not here to, as usual, check in on Van. Mm -hmm. Why else? You know, mm -hmm. you're not here for me and hear about my problems. You know, you haven't looked me up in 25 years, 
Like, oh, Sammy okay? Is your wife okay? Like, oh, great. Your family's fine. Mm -hmm. But me, on the other hand. So, yeah, I don't, that's not very confusing to me at all. (laughs) So, that just, you know. Mm -hmm. So, whatever. Great. Um, So, then right at the end, after she takes the oxy, uh, Dark Taisa comes up and gives her a very aggressive smooch. And Van's like, oh, it's it's other you. And Dark Taisa is just like, Yep, this isn't where we're supposed to be, and just fucks off down the hallway. Um, I think they're headed to Lottie's compound. Yeah, two guesses where they're supposed to be, Shannon. <laughs> I think they're headed right to Lottie's compound. and Or the wilderness. They're going to get on a plane and, and crash it. I, I'm just kidding. The it's fact be. that Van is probably just ready to like pick up and follow Taisa again is an interesting dynamic in their relationship. Because... Uh, is she ready? Like, I think she just has to because, again, this thing hasn't popped up in 25 years and she's been doing nothing else mm-hmm. but giving, you know, running a, a, a queer supporting mm-hmm. VHS shop, you know, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I guess what else does she have to do? And also, like, this is important to her, right? Right. And the fact that this thing is revealing itself only to her is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's Thaisa. So it looks like uh, Misty is our last our last character to talk about. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot to talk about with Miss Misty here today. Miss Misty, go ahead. <sighs> so... In the car, we get two truths and one lie as Walter is trying so hard to engage with Misty on this car ride, and Misty is having absolutely none of it. And during his little game, he blatantly just tells her three truths and says, one rule, you win. And now you know a little bit more about me, so win. That is incredibly telling of who... Walter is as a person and I fuck with it so hard he has weird energy in a good way not in a douchey way like the cop but he's like he's blunt and he's straightforward and he's honest but he's also charming and that kind of puts you like it almost it takes me aback a little bit sometimes with how just like straightforward he is despite also still kind of being a little bit of enigma um so the the two truths and one lie, I was also wondering, since that's the title of our episode as well, how do you think that ties into the episode and what we've been watching? Does everybody kind of tell truths and lies in the episode? Everyone's told lies, I think. And that's Everyone the- is in some way has been hiding something or, or we've been getting some like revealing things, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, Natalie discovers something that she thought was a lie, that was actually the truth, and then they went on to, like, discover the truth of the things, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, so it wasn't about the lies, you know, so there's, like, there's these, like, hidden things, you know, Misty Mm -hmm. actually, like, we go into her thing with Crystal, and, Mm -hmm. uh, well, we do discover that Crystal was, (laughs) as many people mentioned, this is her, quote-unquote, first victim, (laughs) um, uh, I suppose, though, she didn't technically do anything. Crystal just 
walked off the cliff. cliff. (laughs) Um, uh, While uh, Misty threatened. So would you say that's intent, Shannon? (laughs) Uh, Well, the fact that she says, I'll fucking kill you was beautiful. Okay. Wow. What a fucked up. She gets those like crazy eyes. Sure. Uh, Just going, just again, going back to what you asked, like, yes, I do think it's all part of like, like everyone is revealing truths or discovering lies or all these kinds of things, the whole episode. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like I, like I think that's, I mean, why else would they name the episode there? And like, that's why it kind of keeps coming back, you know? In terms of like, what are we expecting these in, from these characters? You know, is it yeah. are they being true? Who's not? You know, and what's interesting is I think we get like a few more truths than like a, a few lies. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway. Well, let's talk about the fact that Misty broke the black box. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I mentioned before <laughs> in an earlier episode, we were like, well, we could all just trace this back to Misty. I totally forgot about that black box when I said that. But mm-hmm. like, it's like if you want to start blaming people, like you can always start blaming like for their predicament. It can always be like, well, you you did this and we're like, well, you did that. And it always goes back to someone else. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, to well, who who's going to blame the pilot kind of thing? Well, it's like, yeah, Misty did kind of. Misty broke the black box. Yeah. I. um. So, again, my favorite theme of this season is acceptance versus rejection. And right before she feels empowered to share this dark secret of hers, we have Crystal saying, I was afraid if I told the truth, they wouldn't like me as much anymore. And that is such a like big thing in any sort of relationship that you build. It's like, how much information do you get about another person before you decide you don't like them anymore? <laughs> like, how much darkness and, and badness do you share with someone before they decide that the threshold is reached and that it's too much? So pairing that with adult Misty in the car, when Walter is like, you know, I did do some things. You probably killed someone and like your extracurricular hobbies don't bother me. Like I like you despite any of the weird shit that you do and finding people like Van with Ty or apparently perhaps Walter with Misty, Jeff and Shauna, when we find those people that accept us, when we truly are like our darkest versions that we're most ashamed of, I think that's really special. And in that moment where she gets out of the car and gets her stuff and he's like, but I'm your ride. And she's like, you have to leave. I almost feel like that's Misty being so overwhelmed. She speaks as her younger self that she wants friends she wants people to like her and pay attention to her and that's why she broke the black box in the first place it's because it's the first time that people have actually seemed like they cared about her and what she has to say and now that she's almost getting that recognition again I don't think she can handle it because her entire life has been people proving the opposite so I think in that moment it's really emotionally overwhelming for her and I think that's why she creates the space and just gets out of the car um Although I do not think that's the last we'll see of our friend, Sir Walter. At least I hope not, because he's been a delight and I need him to be around some more and create chaos with Misty. Sure. I Do you think he was, do you, do you think he actually, again, I want to come, I, I don't, maybe I just don't want to let it go. The fact that like he, there's something else that always, bothers. I want him to be accepting and to join in on Missy's thing. But like, 
Missy still doesn't trust him, mm-hmm. you know, and um, he's and maybe for good reason, you know. Was he just fishing for a confession, mm-hmm. you know, um, for whatever reason? Maybe. Uh, it, you know, yes, he's smart and he can do some things and do whatever. But like, is there another reason for him to have even come to those conclusions? You right. know, and he's wrong, and Missy knows he's wrong. So again, like, if you had actually done your homework, then and you'd actually deduce some things, you wouldn't be deducing it about me. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't like being uh, accused of being the killer because she didn't. Mm-hmm. You know, at least not him. Right. She's killed two other people that we know Correct. of. Correct. <laughs> oh, well, technically she killed one person and the other person she just threatened very close to the edge of a cliff. So <laughs> <laughs> did she kill her? Uh, <laughs> so, but Adam, she had not, so she doesn't like to be accused of anything she didn't do, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And But then she also makes up things in her head because she's like, like, no, like Natalie wants her to save me, you know? So they yeah. do the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not like... He, she does it as well as him to like come to these like weirdo conclusions, you yeah. know. So not that far fetched. So she's just failing to see, you know, maybe something that's good right in front of her, mm-hmm. um, or she is seeing right through him. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> who is Sherlock and who is Moriarty? I are. What does that mean, Shannon? Uh, who's the who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? Who are we supposed to be rooting for? Who do you want to be rooting for? Well, we know Missy's a bad guy, technically. We see her do bad things, so do you think she's... No. (laughs) (laughs) Great. I just mean, is Walter up to something nefarious, like he's part of the private investigator or whatever and wants to, like, nail her for her crimes, in which case I would say he's a good guy, but ultimately is the bad guy to our protagonist, who is Misty. Right. Well, sure. I just... Again, nothing else really happens with that. We know Misty gets back into the camp, uh, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. They found the camp, they did it, and then she sent Walter away. I do hope it's not the last time we see Elijah Wood. But, yeah. Um, uh, I feel like even if she didn't, even if she's onto him or whatever, like maybe keeping him around would be better than sending him, you know? I was like, the person just accused you of murder and possibly can tie things to you and you just sent him away as Mm -hmm. opposed to like, hey, this could be uh, a valuable asset and then keep your enemies close kind of thing. Yeah. That Missy sometimes is smart and then sometimes does some stupid ass shit. Uh, And Shauna was even like better at like, she's covering everything up a lot better Mm -hmm. than like Missy's not even helping do any of that. (laughs) She's just making things worse. Right. To the fact that we're not, it's like, no, I don't want you around because you're going to fuck it up because I'm busy. I'm doing my thing right now. (laughs) Whatever it is that she's doing. Mm -hmm. She's like, I'm doing it. Missy, you're going to screw it up. So do you think Missy's going to screw it up, Shannon? What do you think? Is there a black box waiting to be smashed on the other side of these episodes? Absolutely. Is Misty going to do it? Absolutely. Who let the wilderness out? Is my question. Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it Misty all along? Did she do the thing? (laughs) We're going to find out. She went back 
and she let did something, and now that's why it's coming. <laughs> Twenty five years later, it's all gonna come back down to her. She's she's the one screwing it all up. Well, for sure. Which one's her Moriarty? And <laughs> yeah, which one's Sherlock? Which one's Moriarty? But well, what you were just saying is, oh, we were talking about in a in a twisted way, being in the wilderness kind of lets all the girls be like the truest version of themselves because their dark parts come out and there's really nothing you can do about it because you're just abandoned in this wilderness. So of course we're all going to eat Jackie because we have to, we're under these like shared traumatic circumstances. And, uh, Lisa has a kind of cheesy, but also I wrote it down twice because I really liked it. Quote, that is just giving voice to our darkest thoughts gives us access to our deepest truths. And I was like, what a therapy thing to say. And then I was like, you know what? That's actually really thoughtful and I'm not going to shit on it because we see Lottie come alive in the wilderness. We see Nat activate in the wilderness. Apparently we see Thaisa combat her demons in the wilderness. We're seeing Misty, who's fucking crazy, but like make a friend. She's useful. She feels like she's a part of something in the wilderness. So there's something special and dark about releasing the deepest parts that you're ashamed of in this place. And then just hearkening back to what I said earlier, what is it? What did they bring back? Is it the darkness within themselves? Is that what they unlocked the whole time? Because that can't be put back into a box. You know, once you kill people or eat your friends, like that's not something that ever goes away. So how do you combat that darkness and still lead any semblance of like a, a normal, healthy life. Right. No, I do think it is going to be like, it is within themselves. It's something mm -hmm. within them that Natalie refers to that comes back. Um, but that doesn't answer my question about like, well, why now? You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> as opposed to like five years ago or 20 years ago, or why did it ever leave? You know, so yeah. that, that's the only thing that doesn't get answered. But yeah, nothing is more true than in that sense than with our Misty character, like if anything was awakened and anyone like out of all of them, Misty awoke something activated freaking dark because what people say about her, like is technically true. She may not want to believe it, mm -hmm. but like they say, no, you're a psychopath. Her friend, like uh, uh, Walter says, you, you have the, traits of a serial killer yeah. you know like that's like classic thing you know and he doesn't mm -hmm. he just like says that so nonchalantly yeah. the thing that we've all been like With thinking no like yeah you are like a serial killer and she doesn't you know want to believe that i guess but like it is technically true mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and there's some truths there and that's just like what is it when is i guess maybe she just never embraced it and i'm wondering like do, do we never do our other girls, do the rest of the team, like, never actually confirm anything about Misty, you know? Because otherwise, they, they would, if they learn about Crystal, like, what happened to Crystal, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure they'll find her body in the spring or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure that they'll, like, piece together, like, what happened, but they'll never be able to prove that Misty did anything, right? right? Well, and she technically didn't, but they'll never be able to prove that, that it was from that. It doesn't seem like they ever find out about her deepest, darkest secret ever. Mm -hmm. And now that we remember that that's a thing, I feel like that's going to eventually come back in their adult selves. And yeah. they're going to, and like that's going to be a very big 
confrontation maybe later on in the season or something yeah but maybe like, that's it's almost like it's setting up misty because she's again she's the one that has done she we see her the other girls haven't technically hurt anyone except for like adam like shauna did that sure right mm-hmm. but like we haven't seen lottie do anything but just be a little spiritual you know, mm-hmm. and, and kind of try and help people. And mm-hmm. the same thing with Nat. She's just trying to feed people or whatever. And then she just couldn't deal with the trauma and she was addicted to stuff, right? Right. But she didn't hurt anyone. Right. Besides, like, I guess herself with her and Travis by putting up the walls that she put up. Sure. You know? Uh, emotionally, right? Yeah. Misty almost pushed someone off a cliff. Mm-hmm. She outright poison someone Mm -hmm. and she you know we do know that she's willing to do whatever it takes to do it like is she the main antagonist of this entire thing you know is Mm. she the one that's going to be like against everything and everyone because she doesn't even whenever she wants to be on everyone's side and we want her because they're all a part of the team Mm -hmm. she's never really on anyone's side they never accept her as part of that that's why they keep pushing her away so like what is that doing there like why do we keep keeping misty like separate from everyone you know like Mm -hmm. everyone else is going to come together and do it or do they ever become accepting of misty or do they actually know these things about her and that's why they kind of like stray away i don't know there's a whole lot there i'm like wondering what they're trying to set up with this kind of stuff and with this misty character even though i love it i think she's a compelling interesting character but she is of all of them like the only one that like it says her stuff technically has nothing to do with the wilderness except for the fact that she was out there and like she was the only one that could do it there we go i (laughs) think that's a big indicator misty's darkness if our theme if another theme of ours is confronting your own inner darkness misty's darkness i think is closer to the surface and she reckons with it more frequently than the other girls do we even see it as adults, like Shauna just moves into housewife mode and family mode and has a kid. Taisa's running for senator. Like these are people that are pushing down and a- ignoring and not affirming the darkness that's in him, in them. I apologize. Meanwhile, with Misty, Misty's like, I'm a little crazy and I do what I want to get my answers. And this is my bird. And this is my citizen's detective. And like, yes, I'll poison your cigarette and like kill this P.I., So I think that that's maybe a reason why she doesn't necessarily click with all the other girls is because the other girls can placate their darkness easier than Misty can. And I think that's why her and Walter click so well is because Walter's energy is kind of weird and chaotic too. And like you said, he just says things. He's never really judgmental or or confrontational. He never puts other people down. He just like says he has no filter. He just says the truth of what's happening. Um, and I, again, I think that's why it throws Misty for a loop because whether he's playing her or not, like that's an energy that she is not often confronted with. And it seems like the last time she got close to that was Crystal where they were really vibing and they were telling each other secrets and they were pinky swearing and she got comfortable and she was like, wow, this is someone that I keep telling these like shameful, embarrassing things to that I don't always like to admit to myself. And here's this person that's seeing me and accepting me and making me feel like I'm a part of something. Um, so I, I think, unfortunately, we're just watching 
uh, like a varying range of damaged characters try to deal with whatever their inner darkness is. And I really hope that as adults, whatever this cultivation is 25 years later that they have to re-hearken with is something that uh, hopefully is like a healing process for them. I guess that doesn't give us more seasons of Yellow Jackets. Maybe eventually, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's just, it's sad. We carry so much like shame around things that, we're afraid to admit about ourselves. And it really does just take even one other person to see that in you and let you know that like you're not alone and you're still worth like love and time, even though there are parts of you that are maybe uh, extracurricular. So I think that's really special. And I, I hope that there's more to this show than just, Oh no, spooky wilderness. And now we lock it back in its box on the wilderness and we'll see you again in 25 years. I really do hope it's a deeper sense of self-discovery for all these characters than just that. Yeah. Now I do hope the showrunners start revealing their hands a little bit more Yeah. (laughs) in terms of like what they want the show to be about. Because again, the, the more and more we go and the more and more we're like adding more mysteries and I'm like, okay, but like, what, what do you want? I don't know what journey I'm supposed to be on with these characters. Yeah. You know? And um, I can't keep asking the exact same question every single week. I get two more scenes with Ty, and what's my question? What's going on through sleepwalking? Like, that's been the same question for the past however many episodes we've had over the past season and a half. So I'm hoping, again, this kind of feels like a turning point. We're going into hiatus, and we only have four episodes left. And I'm hoping that this is the point where the snowball just starts rolling because it's gathered all the momentum it's all the table setting and now we're just going to figure out would you like you say the storm is coming in would you say would you say that I... the, <laughs> do you see it coming or do you is it just going to happen is what the uh i'm just saying the icicles are dripping and um oh do you think that's what mari could have been hearing no okay then everyone would have like heard it more like i don't know what the we still don't know what, what's up with Mari, but like she's... She didn't say the dripping this episode, so... I have a feeling everyone keeps saying that Mari is pit girl. I have a feeling that we're going to meet an adult Mari by the season's end. I really I like a, Mari. I have a feeling that it's not going to be that, <laughs> what you think it is. Uh, and And we're going to meet an adult adult Mari. I don't know why. I feel like Pit Girl can't um, just be a superfluous character. Pit Girl has to mean something. Pit Girl 2023. But let's be honest, right? If you just put one of those random girls in a pit, also if it's Mari that we're making her kind of like a more combative character and oh, she's the one in the pit, how convenient. If it's someone that we like know or care about or if it's if it's one of our more main characters even. I think that would be far more interesting than just, um, and Mari, I love you, but like a girl that we brought out from background to essentially create more people to die. I feel like that's not very interesting at all. And I really hope that that's not where they're going. Do you think they're going to find Crystal's body sooner and, and eat it? Mm. <laughs> mm. I don't know. It seemed like she was getting covered pretty fast. I'm wondering if. Uh, no, I think that. Yeah, I think it's the it's going to be covered. Working with Misty, I think it's going to be covered before they can get it. Mm-hmm. But if they're still hungry by the spring, because uh, that snow's going to melt. Yeah, but uh, she'll be nice and frozen. They can just throw her on the pyre and sure, <laughs> just <laughs> recreate the same. Just munch on her, you same, know. Same uh, situation. Crystal, we love you. 
Uh, was there anything in the in the teaser that besides the fact that they're all who did we do we I didn't pause to look at it. Do we see who all ends up at Camp Green Prime? I'm assuming Shauna and Jeff and Callie do not. I just didn't see Shauna, but I saw all the other girls. Yeah. Or the ones that we know yeah, of. So Natalie, Missy, and and Van and Taisa. Taisa and we got Lottie. Lottie. Gonna be there. Yeah. And of course Shauna wouldn't be there because Shauna, as we know, doesn't want to have anything to do with Lottie. Shauna, as bullshit. we know, is gonna start to be questioned intensely by douchey cop. Shauna's building her own army. Uh I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know what's going on. If this is a story of two sides, um, maybe there's two antler queens. <laughs> Maybe we have always been focused on the one, uh, but maybe there's another. Maybe they go to war and the whole maybe pick girls from one of the other person's side, and maybe Shauna is also the. I still haven't let go of my theory that Pit Girl is like one, like a someone's kid. I think it would be really cool and really fucked up if it's Lisa or Callie or uh, it was a future thing that was a future yeah vision and not like a a wilderness past because you do say we know we see misty but don't we but we see young nat we do in this episode Mm -hmm. so they've already established that we can see these characters apparently whenever the fuck we want to so that's what i'm trying to tell you is like we can't trust anything now as soon as you gave us a character that like can Mm -hmm. have visions and they encroach on the real world and then they don't have like that they can't even tell what's real and we can't even tell what's real. Now we're going to be in a spot where the writers can just ride themselves right. out of anything. You know, like, what do you mean, pick girl, antler queen? That was never supposed to be a big deal. <laughs> like, but like, oh, you cared about the antler queen? Weird. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, oh, now we got to write some stuff. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I would be so mad if that happened. Well, so uh, as you said, we're, uh, was there anything else before, before we, are we done? No, that's it. Okay, that's it. great. Uh, oh, we're going to get to see Shauna give birth. Yeah, that's the thing. They're so excited for this. They keep saying, we're so excited. No, why are you so excited? <laughs> if that baby is alive, it's going to be so much fucking work. <laughs> yeah, not excited at all. You got to feed that thing. You yeah, gotta... you can't even feed yourselves. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, so this uh, is going to be a nightmare one way or the other. Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we are... There's, there's no episode next week. No. You sure? Because we said that I'm these positive. were going to start premiering on Sundays. Nope. And then they end up being. They're taking a bye week. It's Thursday back May 5th. nights at like ten o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> you're not them. wrong, um, but they are taking a bye week this week. Okay, I'm taking a bye week, so we won't see y'all for two weeks technically. See you in May. Uh, um, and I'll have my new computer, and we'll be maybe hopefully editing better and and getting things out quicker a lot. You know, stuff yeah. like that. Um, uh, yeah. Anything else you want to say before we move on? Great. Well, this is, uh, if you have any thoughts about what we talked about, uh, any questions, any of your own <laughs> theories, do you want to yell at me for not allowing Shannon to ask questions, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> um, then you can do that at codependentcontent at gmail.com. You can uh, go to the Discord, Vulgarian Order, and uh, hear us do this live or just uh, chat with us there. Um, or just talk to us about anything. Yeah. Thinking about implementing a Pokemon bot so people can catch Fun. Pokemon on the Discord. I don't know what people want to do. I'm Fun. just trying to <laughs> I still think we should fun. try to plant Place a tree. To hang out. Okay. Um, and then uh you can uh 
always find us on YouTube, comment there, Spotify, answer questions there, or anywhere you uh, get these clips on social media, things like that. Uh, you're already doing it. You're yeah. <laughs> yelling at us Good for job. everything we do already on TikTok. So and we love you. Keep it up. That's great. Um, so yeah. So Shannon, I guess um, I don't. I can save some money next week on uh, taking uh, the metaphors. I'm I'm losing it. Yeah, it's uh, it's dropped. It's uh, dropped. Will you will you you and the podcast go on a date with me two weeks from now? Oh, I can't speak for the podcast, but I will. <laughs> I will be here two weeks from now, and hopefully, all of you guys can join us at home too. Great. See you then. Bye.